Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Hockney, Hurst and Warhol. Cambridge 105 Radio. Nine minutes after nine o'clock on a Tuesday morning, uh, Tuesday the 9th of January, which means, well, for me at least, eight days into dry January and many other people are also uh, looking after their health at the start of the year at least and apparently more than half that makes 55% of us are now more actively aware of their gut health uh, than they were last year. And to talk about that, I'm joined uh, by Dr Megan Rossi, who's known as the Gut Health Doctor, and Alex Glover, who's Nutritional uh, Development Lead at Holland and Barrett. Uh, morning to you both. Thanks for coming on. It's a pleasure. Yeah, morning. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome indeed. Unravel this a little bit for me. So sort of gut health, how, how, would, how would you really describe it? Obviously the stomach, but it's more than that, isn't it? Indeed it is. It's actually this nine metre long tube that literally delivers the food from entry all the way to exit. And Julian, I think a lot more people are becoming more aware of this word gut health, but why it's important probably hasn't been, you know, really communicated very accurately from a scientific perspective. Do, do we so blame, I think are we blaming yoghurt adverts for that, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yoghurt is a fermented food, so it is good for our gut health. But I think when people historically have thought about gut health, it's very much been reactive of, you know, oh, I've got some bloating or my bowels aren't moving and therefore I need to focus on my gut health, you know, really the digestive symptoms. Yeah. But the science has really moved us forward to appreciate that our gut health, so that nine metre long tube, in particular, the trillions of bacteria that live there, actually is game changing for our broader health. So things like our mental health, our hormone regulation, our weight management, our gut microbes, those trillions of microbes really are playing a really important role in that. Is, is it something, uh, this happens some, sometimes where, you know, the, the term gut health is new, but actually the science has been around for a while and it was, it, it was just called something else or, or is this really some something new that uh, people are, are beginning to think about more you know what it is very new science to be honest although historically you know we have known um that we have some bacteria in our gut and the fact that 70 percent of our immune system lives in the gut so yes we've known that that's not old science but the new science of the fact that we have these trillions of bacteria has only come to the forefront in the last decade and it's because historically we didn't have the technology to identify who was in our gut and what they were actually doing. But thanks to that evolution of technology, we now appreciate, wow, these things are doing so much for us in terms of not just, you know, things like vitamin production, but also hormone regulation, communicating with our brain. So it really is a landmark scientific discovery. And that's why I'm, you know, really excited about the Holland and Barrett campaign. Alex, I know that Holland and Barrett has been looking into this with uh, good enough, nothing like a good old survey. Um, but it is, is important, the, the kind of issues that are affecting people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen a huge uptake in terms of searches on our website for things related to gut health. And in certainly we've, when we've um, done surveys within store as well, the number of customers who are coming into our stores asking about their gut health and how they can support it. We've seen a really, really big uptake in that. And I think just when we're developing products, when it comes to specifically our food products, we've really wanted to take a leading stance in how can we really support customers in eating the best way for their guts in terms of supporting the diversity of plants to their diet. So introducing plant points onto our labels, for example, so customers can clearly see each product, how many different types of plants that's, that's providing them, like Megan's already said, different plants, 
contain different types of fibers which have different kind of preferences for different bacteria uh, different um, bacteria within our gut so we really wanted to make it as easy as possible because you know there's so much research that shows that if you can implement and keep a change if it's behavior or nutrition then you will be much more likely to stick to it and this is all about consistency this isn't a fad it's really about kind of making those small changes um, for a long time so you can really see um, see those benefits and changes it's interesting I mentioned at the top of the interview I'm, I'm doing the dry January thing. Uh, admittedly, I started it on January the 2nd rather than January the 1st, but it seems entirely reasonable. Um, <laughs> but, and not that I was drinking that much in the first place, but I'm noticing kind of small changes, you know, particularly when you do a radio show, maybe having even one glass of, or well, any job for that matter, doing, having one glass of wine, maybe two, the night before doesn't get you a good night's sleep. And, and it's just astounding as to what a difference that can make. And I'm, I'm just thinking that through gut health there will also be really small things slight changes in diet that you can make which actually does a lot of good which makes you think yeah maybe i'll do a bit more then yeah i mean i couldn't agree anymore you know if we think we have to completely you know revolutionize our diet often that can be too intimidating and we might only stick to it for a couple of weeks but what is so exciting about this new science around gut health is that small changes can have these far-reaching benefits and and Jillian you, you mentioned about the alcohol what we know is having too much alcohol makes your gut lining a little bit leaky so by you know reducing that down actually that could be another reason why you're feeling better because your gut health has been improved by not having that kind of that gut leakiness or permeability um, which can happen when we have too much alcohol. But in terms of those other simple things, I know Alex alluded to the fact of these concept of plant points. Have you heard of plant points before, Gillian? I've not. This sounds like five a day, only worse. <laughs> so it, it is a really it's a fun competition that I really encourage people to do you know with friends family or even colleagues at work and it's you know I really play on the fact that our gut bacteria love trying to get as many different types of plants in and we're not just talking about your, your fruit and veg as per the five a day but it's things like you know your nuts and your seeds your whole grains your legumes even like your baked beans they count to your plant points um, and you know it just comes back to the fact that our gut bacteria have so much power and potential and they like different plants. So if we starve them and don't feed them that diversity, they're not going to be there to look after us and, you know, help us with the weight management, help us with our mental health. But if we start to nourish them with all the different types of plants on offer, which actually, you know, tends to make, you know, the food taste nicer, the more diversity you add to it, actually, we're going to start to feel better. And it might, you know, take four to eight weeks to start to notice that. But trust me, I've had enough clients to show that, you know, you really will have these um, measurable benefits from making these small what, what, little tweaks uh, to your diet. What do you get if you get like 500 plant points? Do you get a voucher for some celery or something? <laughs> your gut micros promote you to a superhuman. Right, okay. I guess that's enti entirely... What about... Is it interesting? Because, um, for example, some people, <laughs> me, um, allergic to nuts. Um, and legumes are a bit challenging as, as, as well. Um, I won't tell you what happens, but... Where do you make up if you're saying, right, okay, I'm going to shift over here and, uh, and, and have more plants? Are there other plants, vegetables, supplements where you can get the goodness that nuts can give you without um, having your tongue swell up? Yeah, that's a really good point. So when we talk about the different plant points um, and the categories, so there's six, I call them the super six plants. Um, so... 
the the uh, nuts and seeds are actually grouped together because they do have quite a similar nutrient profile. So don't worry if you can't have the nuts. Have some more of the of the seeds um, in your diet to get you know that plant diversity and the different nutrients added to that. So I guess I could you know pop into Holland and Barrett or anywhere else for that matter and you know get myself a packet of seeds and start nibbling them during the during the course of the the morning when I'm uh, when I'm you know typing away on the computer. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've we've really tried to transform, especially our snacking and fruits, nuts, and seeds offer to include you know, varieties of different. So, in terms of just in, instead of just having linseed, for example, having mixed seeds with chia um, and all different types of seeds in there. The same thing when it comes to snacking in terms of beans. So, having beans, uh, so like roasted beans, roasted legumes, um, and fruit as well. So, fruit is is really really great in terms of the different kind of plant compounds within those within those fruits that can also help to support our gut as well. So, instead of just having you know a bag of dried raisins. Raisins, we've you know, offers in terms of raisins with mango, with papaya, all these kind of different fruits, different plants, because it's really about making sure that you're getting those colours and those different types of fibre. Um, there, is thing, there is this thing, isn't there, with eating, it's sort of, you know, you've got to have different types of colour on your, on your plate, so I guess it kind of uh, applies here as well. Yes. And Julian, a top tip, you were speaking about the legumes and, and not wanting to share what that does to your, to your uh, bre- gut a, health. Just, just let's say it's a breakfast program, so it's best I don't describe <laughs> it. But what I would say is triple rinsing your legumes, the tin legumes, and having small amounts actually um, can help your gut learn to love them. And that's quite an important thing. It's kind of like your muscles at the gym, right? So if you don't have, you know, don't go to the gym for six months and then you go and go to the gym really hard, you're going to get really sore muscles and it's not going to feel very good. The same goes with teaching your gut to love things like legumes because your gut bacteria actually really do benefit from them. So if you can, do me a favour, triple rinse your, your tinned legumes and then start with literally one tablespoon per day. Um, for the first week, then it increases to two tablespoons. And let me know how you go in a month. Um, but that, you know, science has shown will teach your gut to love them and you'll start to notice additional health benefits of doing that. I'm, I'm not entirely convinced there are health benefits for me, but I'll, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take a note Do on me that. a favour. I'm a, I'm a research fellow at King's College in London. You have to do what I well, say. I know, you've got, all the, you've got all the qualifications. I'm still just thinking, well, what happens if I have too many? Um, what do we, if we want to find out more about all of this is there some simple point website we can we can go to yeah of course i mean you can go onto the holland about health hub which is our kind of content platform and we've got you know loads of articles there um in a kind of easy to digest evidence-based way for customers to, to kind of with any questions they've got you can go into any holland about store and speak to one of our qualified to advise colleagues or you can actually phone up a team of our qualified registered afn nutritionists and book in an appointment which are free for january and then um so you get a 45 minute appointment to, to speak about any concerns you've got regarding your gut health Okay, well, Alex, Megan, thank you both uh, very much uh, for uh, for t- taking us uh, through that. I- I'm very, seriously, I'm 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 tempted to try at least some of that advice there, and um, I'm sure other people have taken note as well. Th- thanks very much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Julie. That's uh, Dr. Megan Rossi, the gut health doctor. Also, Alex Glover, the nutrition development lead at Holland and Barrett. Uh, we'll do some travel, then we'll speak to Neil. Cambridge Breakfast with Mr. and Mrs. Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Kusama, Emin, and Riley. Cambridge 105.